Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining uh, real estate investment talk. I guess this is the House Academy Show. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about the failed anatomy of a spec home deal. So this is interesting because uh, now where we are with housing, right? People are talking about housing shortages. People are talking about getting things rezoned so you could have more homes, you know, like LA County, have more homes on a lot to uh, make it for, so there's more places for people to live, right? And affordable. And and it's interesting. So there's a lot of, and there's a lot of building going on, not just renovating now since COVID and people are home, but a lot of people are moving and choosing to buy land, yay, happy for us, <laughs> and put houses on there. And it's just mind-boggling to me, some of these, uh, I think, very risky decisions that they're making, especially, it's one thing to buy your own piece of dirt and hire your own architect, and it's your own money, you're you're not going to sell it. You're buying it to build for you, and you're going to move in. Jill's that makes sense to me. Jill's emotional about this topic. Uh, Let's uh, take a tell? question first, oh. <laughs> and then we'll get into the show. Save it. Is Before that we get into it, it, let's take a question posted by one of our uh, members on the LandInvestors.com online community. It's free, and don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comment on the shows you like. Horst wrote, how would you price a mailer if the sold comps are 50% lower than the for sale comps. So sold is $40,000, for sale right now is $80,000. And each data set consists of approximately 200 comps. Well, first of all, I'd be high-fiving myself because this is going up. It's becoming a more expensive area. Is there more to it or is that the end That's of it? That's it. Okay, got it. So uh, what do you want to see? There is uh, brilliance and simplicity. And this is an absolute brilliant question. Uh, from somebody in Discord that I have never heard of. I think they're new and they're clearly smart. What they're saying is, I pulled a data set and what we teach is you got to look at everything that's for sale. You got to look at everything that's sold. And and this person's saying there's a, there's 50% variance in this stuff. You know, all the sold comps say they're 40,000. All the for sale comps say they're 80,000. One of the moderators came in, Kevin, and said, first thing I check for is an error in data, meaning... You might be the error, Horst, but we don't. I don't think that. It's what Jill said. Jill's initial thought was, "Hey, the market's going up so fast. It could be." So that's one. One. No matter what, we can all agree this is a data exception. This is not usually what happens. Right. So it fascinates me innately. Data exceptions fascinate me. Not the normal stuff. We all know the normal stuff. So maybe uh, it's a hotness market hotness thing, like Jill says. Maybe it's a data exception, like Kevin, our moderator, says. Or maybe. You just do what I say all the time and follow the program. You take the $40,000, you take the $80,000, you average them out, that's 60,000, and you offer 10 or 20%. 10 or 20% of 60, 10% of 60,000 is six. So if you offer between six and $12,000 and you're right or wrong at between 40 and $80,000 on the sale side, you win. Mm -hmm. That's easy. I would make sure too, they sold $40,000 comps. One thing I forgot to add, like I go in and toggle them back and forth and play with the, when was that? Because if all your sold comps and it's going back to the beginning of time, that's not good. But if the last 12 months, 
Now I'm feeling good. And everything for sale, because it really could be going up. Some areas it is this nuts. So what we're doing is deconstructing this problem, the state of problem, and, and we're providing reasons and solutions and doing some smart stuff. Uh, we're inherently, not even knowing it, on in, in front of a camera, deconstructing this problem. And by by doing so, we're regret, regret, uh, we're inherently reducing our risk, which leads me right into this show topic. We don't want risk. There's a, a risk associated with every, every time a dollar comes out of your pocket, there's risk associated with that. Some of it's, I've lost the dollar entirely forever. Like when you buy something at a convenience store, all the way to, I know with extreme amount of confidence that I'm going to get $2 back when I spend this dollar, which is what we do for a living when we buy and sell land. Spec houses? I don't think so. Let's go to the show. I was. Okay, good. Today's topic, the failed anatomy of a spec home deal. This is the meat of the show. Let me define spec home real quick because I know you want us to talk and then you should jump in for sure. Okay. Spec is short for um, speculation. The, what's the nature of the word speculation is, let's see what happens. What? <laughs> that's, ex that's like end of show. <laughs> like who does that? Let's, so on team let's spend eight million and let's just roll those dice and see how that goes. Okay. So, you know, I don't speculate at anything. No. I, you know, I, and let me, let me define how houses and real estate gets developed. I, there's a, and I'm ta not talking about a company like Toll Brothers or Shea Homes that goes in and buys 2000 acres of of uh, agricultural land on the fringe of a major metropolitan area, subdivides it, goes through entitlement process, puts all the infrastructure in and goes vertical on thousands and thousands of homes with office buildings of teams of marketing people. That's not a speculation. They know exactly what's gonna happen. They spent millions of dollars on a feasibility study and they have all the capital to do it. They're not speculating on anything. Within a great degree of certainty, they know what's gonna happen and they know how much they should sell the houses for and how much they're gonna, they're gonna uh, what they're going to yield. They better because they have 100,000 shareholders behind them wondering what, how they're spending their money. So there's a great system of checks and balances there. And I'm not talking about renovating a house like on HGTV. I'm talking about built, buying a piece of land and, buy, and building a, a house on it. But, and when you're done with it, it's for sale. Mm -hmm. Without, and you don't know who the buyer is yet. So that's your definition. Of spec homes. Okay. Well then, okay, you just cover the Toll Brothers thing. Then there's the other version of it, which is uh, the one-offs and the custom builders. This is the part I'm just like scratching my head going. Me too. Uh, how do they justify this? Cause, and here's why. I'm getting drinking coffee this morning um, and I'm kind of just like looking online. We get in the car, we drive around and I'm watching this one go up. And I'm just thinking to myself, what, what huevos, these people, that's not the right word. No, that's, that's the right Is word. Is that the right word? Yeah. Okay. To, to take on this risk. I mean, think of, let me tell you the numbers I'm talking about. This particular site that we know of, they spent between one and 2 million. That's like 1.5 for the dirt. And when I say dirt, I mean dirt. It wasn't a teardown. There was nothing there. Since it's never the beginning been of time, mm -hmm. they have had to bring in everything, including, and it's not level. We all talk about the grading and everything. They are jack. They are 
drilling and bringing in excavators and the 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 gra the rocks. It's not gravel. The rocks. We thought they were going to have to blow up some stuff. I've yet to see blowing up anything, but they're sure digging and drilling and cutting into the side of a, a, a mountain almost to make this happen. Again, this is a spec home. This is not someone who bought the dirt and they love it and they're going to live there and they're building their dream home. These guys are think are trying to build somebody's dream home. And I'm just like, I just, I don't know how they do it. So, so they're going to spend, they're going to probably be in probably $2 million before they start building. That's a good number. So now, and, and you know, the architect and the plans and the materials. And of course, when you're spending $2 million just to make it ready and to get the dirt, boy, you better believe it better be good what you're putting on there. So maybe they put another half million to a million into the construction. Well, so, it's 700, it's a 7,000 square foot house at let's say $300 a foot now. Right. And so that's two, $2 million, 2.1, 2.3 for soft and hard costs. You know what's so amazing to me too? I just like, no one's writing checks for this. I'm sure of it. Yeah, it's a bank. So yeah, so they did all this and they convinced people to loan them the money. I'm pretty, I think I'm a good salesperson. Whoever did talk people into that one, they're a fantastic salesperson. I'm like, that'd be hard to really sell that um, and say, this is what's going to happen. This is what we're going to do. And we're going to sell it for six or more. So I think they have it. I think if you, you could, you know, they, they start to pre-sell these things. If you haven't noticed some areas of the country, when they do these custom spec homes, they'll start to post them for sale, not even being done and only having plans done. Like if I've seen them with cabins, you've, haven't you seen that too? Plans with dreamy cabins and they're selling you the property and the plans. So that's not a spec. And, and, and I'm not saying anything negative true. here. That's not a spec deal. What it is, is they own the land. They and they show a, what's possible. They have a pre-approved, uh, nobody broke ground on anything. Right. They have a pre-approved structure by the municipality and it's all ready to go. All they need is for you to buy it that as makes, the end user. That That's makes not more a spec sense home. to me. That makes complete sense to me. Right. But this one, they're going, they're going for it. So I guess my whole point is, I just want to talk about how many things could go wrong in this. And my other example is, there's a home that we know that we walked in and looked at. I'll never forget pulling up to it. It was beautiful. It was just like I'm talking about. They bought the dirt. They spent like five hundred. I'm trying to, oh, here we go. Nine hundred thousand. I'm sorry. Yeah, and they spent nine hundred thousand dollars on the dirt. That's right. And I think it might have. I don't know if it was a dirt or a tear down. It doesn't really matter. I don't know what was there. And they basically though they ground up, built something new, and put it on the market for six point five. We were, we were walking up to the open house, and I was trying to find the front door. I'm like, something's wrong with this picture. It's because the pool's in the front yard. The way the view is and the way you want to see, the way you want to look at the view, you have to kind of twist the house a little bit on the lot. And I'm like, this isn't right. Well, I went back and looked at it. And this is an example of all the things that can go wrong. It's the spec home and they did it and they've had, they've been trying to sell it since 2017 and they still haven't sold it. So there's one In the hottest market in the real estate exactly. history. Exactly. And it's a beautiful in, in, home. In, in the hottest national market yeah. in the in this country's history, in the top three hottest towns yeah. uh, in Phoenix, in the Phoenix area, and, and they can't sell the property. So. Yeah. And I'm sure they sold them all the things that this other spec home, I'm telling you, that's, where, that's being built now is happening. And so, if it, boy, if I was a lender, whew, I'd be watching that one right now, sweating it. So here's a point. You have choices. Yeah. As an investor, you have a lot of choices about what to do with your money more than ever. You have choices now. You can go to Vegas. 
you can go to uh, you can go to the stock market and start trading. Those two things aren't that different. But you can do what we do, which makes sense to me for some reason. You can send out a mailer, a very well thought out, well priced mailer, a blind offer mail campaign for houses or for land that are materially undervalued for what you know you can resell the property. So now, now there's like nine things we already know. We know where we're sending it. We know how we priced it. We know that we're sending uh, prices that are maybe 80% less in some cases, 70% less what the market value of the property is. We know how hot the market is because we went through the red, green, yellow test. So check the list by check, list by check on this list, we're reducing risk. So one prop now property comes back in as if that's not good enough. All these letters go out. The 10 or 15 people that decide they're sellers, you didn't decide that they were, they decided themselves that they're sellers, they come back. And whether Joe talks to him on the phone or they just sign the offer and it comes back and you're staring at it, you check to see, you check. You have a the, the off purchase agreement in your hand, you check on the internet to see whether or not you're gonna make any money on this thing. Well, how do you know if you're gonna make money? Let's re remove the check, the final check on the checklist. Am I actually gonna make money on this? Well, I have a purchase agreement in my hand for $42,000. I think that was this today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or yesterday. All mm -hmm. the properties around it are selling for $200,000. Is this a risk or not? Right. I don't see any risk at all. Exactly. I mean, none. That's my whole point here. We sleep really well at and night. And if I do, and this happens often in real life, I don't see a risk in the deal or the pricing. We're all done with that. The seller's willing seller. They chose himself. I didn't choose them. Nobody's selling anybody anything. But maybe there's access. Maybe there's one little thing that I don't know if there's access to this property or if there if there isn't. In three phone calls, I figure that out. I find out there's access. So now, in my opinion, this is about as riskless as you can get. And a spec home is about as risky as you can get in the real estate environment. Yeah. Why not build an office building that's empty and see if you can lease it? It's about the same level of uh, lack of intelligence in real estate that I. <laughs> Don't even go there with me. Don't even start. Let's end it on that. There's a concept called air quotes for sale real estate. You never want that. Nope. You never want to get your head behind for sale real estate or for lease real estate. And Thank I you. completely agree with that. Happy to join us today. I'm going to save you right now. Save me? Oh, no, I'm saving. No, not saving you. I'm saving our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Slash House Academy show. Need to send out a few thousand offers to property owners like us? Check out offers in the number two owners.com. So that's offers to owners.com. No setup fees, free mail merge, exceptional service, and now including just released for everyone concierge data and pricing. It's awesome. Give offers to owners a call today. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy show is Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about the challenges of the times we live in. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I hope it's very um, uplifting because the show's going to drop on Thanksgiving. It's very, very positive. Oh, good. Every single point that I have to make is positive. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. By the way, we would love to connect with you when we are on Clubhouse. Go find us. So get on Clubhouse. Number one, join the Land Investing Club and then follow us and you will get alerted when we go live. It's usually the first and third Thursday 
at 10 a.m. Pacific time. We're We're Stephen Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.